Hello and welcome to episode number 22 of the End-to-End Football Podcast season finale episode where we review the Europa League final and the FA Cup final. Plus we have the End-to-End Football Team of the Year and many other awards to dish out good and bad. Hope you enjoy. Welcome to the End-to-End Football Podcast. This is a podcast by football fans for football fans where we'll be getting stuck into the fast-paced world of Premier League football. We'll be running through all the games and all the gossip on a weekly basis. So stay tuned and check it out. Let's get ready to rumble! Yes, hello. You're in with the final episode of the season of the End-to-End Football Podcast. As usual, you're here with myself, Stuart. I'm doing very well. I'm missing the Premier League already. It's going to be a long summer without it. Oof. Kuda, how's it going, fella? Excellent. Well, like you said, it's going to be a long summer. Really. Long, long summer without no football. Sean, how's it going, Giza? Not too bad. Not too bad. I mean, dark days now this season's over. <laughs> We're all scratching our heads of what to do with ourselves. And yes, we have got Abbas in for the second consecutive show. Well done, Abbas, for showing up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm here, man. I'm unfortunate about no football during the summer, but I'm looking forward to the transfers since United are in Champions League. Come on. Okay, man. Oh, boy. <laughs> Spending spree, mate. <laughs> Seen as you mentioned it. Anyway, we'll run through the results of the two finals that have been played since our last show. So that was the Europa League final with Manchester United, unfortunately, winning that 2-0. and also the surprise result of yesterday Arsenal versus Chelsea and uh, Arsenal pick it up 2-1 wow and we will start with that one because that's the freshest in our mind and for me for me wow Arsenal played out of their skins from the very first minute to the 90th minute they outplayed Chelsea and I think in a way outsmarted Chelsea as well outtacticked them as well because they played some phenomenal football. You can argue about the first goal not being uh, being disallowed with Sanchez handballing it. And I think you've got a case for that. But then on the other hand as well, with the offside flag getting raised and the referee going over, you've got to praise the referee for allowing that. But obviously at the same time, you've got to sort of uh, get on his case a bit for missing the handball because that was right in front of him. But take nothing away from Arsenal whatsoever because they play phenomenal in this match. And really could have scored more. Really could have scored more. They had two chances cleared off the line by Cahill. But, I mean, other than that, Arsenal were phenomenal in this match. Phenomenal. Yeah, boy. I definitely got a second that. I think this is the first time I've seen Arsenal this season play a full 90 minutes of good football. Usually, they're poor in the first half, pick it up in the second half or vice versa. You never really get 90 minutes out of this team. 45 minutes out of them and that's it. Yeah, exactly. This is the first time I've seen 90 minutes. I've got to say, I mean, a lot has been said about formations and stuff like that. But for me, I mean, putting my little fake expert um, hat on, I have to say the midfield battle is for me where it was lost because looking at the teams, the two teams, uh, Arsenal basically had four midfielders in Ramsey, Jacker, Oxlade and Ozil, whereas Kante had... Also, Kante, well, <laughs> Chelsea. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> in it, yeah. Yeah. Whereas Chelsea had two midfielders in Kante and uh, Matic. The rest were sort of wide players or wing backs, where we want to call them. And for me, it showed. 
They showed they were absolutely overrunning midfield. They were outnumbered in midfield. Outplayed. It could have been more. The first goal probably shouldn't have stood. But, you know, it's it literally, if you saw the games clashing the stories, they were outplayed. <laughs> <laughs> so I've got to say, I'm going to probably be the odd one here and join in and say mm-hmm. the first goal should have been disallowed on two counts. One, the offside. He was offside. He moved towards the ball. He was active. Uh, according to the rules, should have caught it on that. And Sanchez's handball. Other than that, Arsenal probably deserved it anyway, to be fair. <laughs> I guess, I've probably. never seen Chelsea start so slow. They were so shell-shot by the goal. Nothing was working. Kante was doing his work, but Matic wasn't up to it at all. Hazard was completely shell-shocked and frozen. All his dribbles ended up with him turning backwards and passing it back at the edge of the box when he was in the penalty area. I have no idea what's going on there. Um, Holding did a number on uh, on anyone that he got on their side and also going to Diego Costa's head. And I can't believe I'm about to say this, but Murtasaka, world-class <laughs> performance, mate. <laughs> brilliant. I can't believe it. Absolute brilliant performance. <laughs> I think he only made one mistake. And we're, I was sitting there going... Uh, you can get away with that. And he got away with it. <laughs> Fantastic performance. Well done, man. Well done, Arsenal. I can't believe I'm saying that. I mean, you also managed to do the one thing that no other club has done and qualify Europa League twice. But yeah, well done. Certified. I ain't got too much to say more than what you lot have said. Yeah, Arsenal, congratulations on winning. I mean, Ospina, he had a good game as well. Well, the first one, I think you should have saved. I thought it was a bit soft. The goal, the goal yeah, that, that but the second, the second, yeah, the second shot you saved from Costa. I thought, why did you do that for the first one? Yeah, yeah why did you do that for the first <laughs> one? That was a more harder one. <laughs> you joker. But like you, <laughs> like you said before, it should have been much more. Ozil was unlucky as well because you know, like he oh. was taking liberties. You took liberties. <laughs> that one, that one <laughs> when you turn back inside and oh, it, it, it's the post, man. Oh yeah, my, he was taking liberties. Yeah, he done that all in second gear as well. Wait, you see that? Jogging. You see that there? That's like when I'm taking liberties on FIFA, bro. That's what man done. <laughs> you know that when you just dump me the ball and you just stop, and the other man just carries on running. That's what he done to that bad day, bro. L for you, innit? Definitely, definitely. I think. I, I find like it's a curious one because I almost think that Arsene Wenger kind of fell into this team with the, it sounds bad, but I think the injuries almost helped him with what I just said earlier, but he had to pack, pack out the team with midfielders because I was looking at a game and I was, like, you look at Chelsea, they've got a lot of players out wide in Pedro and Moses and we had a nightmare Moses, but we'll go into that a bit later. But then you've got um, Alonso on the other side with Hazard I felt like Chelsea were just sort of playing wide with no money, no many people in the middle, and Arsenal just loaded up the middle and basically just run the game. Yeah, I think he was. And that's what. And then that's when that's why they had to bring on Fabregas to sort of help out because they were just overrunning the midfield. But the fact that Koscielny got injured, it meant that obviously Monreal couldn't play as a left wing back, and then Koscielny go in, you'd have had one less midfielder, so he kind of sort of fell into the team, but. It worked. It worked nicely for him. And then we just swiftly moved on to the L of the week, the final L of the week. It's got to go to Moses. A hundred percent. No debate. Two yellow cards in 15 minutes. The second one, utterly ridiculous. What a stupid, stupid dive. In a, 
you know, when you're already on a yellow card as well in the <laughs> final, ah, oh, shocking. And you, you know, this is the Moses we've been waiting to see all season. But yeah, I'm sure. know that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, you know, yeah, we've been waiting for him to do something silly, but you know, he seems to have pulled it up. You know, in the last game of the season, you know. Epic film, and that, by the looks of Conte's face, I think that's the last time we'll see Moses as well. <laughs> I think he's going to oh, yeah, as it. soon as possible. He's done. He's done. He's going to hold this L. L. Actually, having a laugh, man. Absolutely <laughs> and that, that really was an epic fail. I mean, we'll, we'll we'll move on to the to the other final now. I think we said what we had to say about uh, Arsenal winning it. We've done. Congratulations, and uh, seven four for Arsenal Wenger. Wenger in mate. Yeah, 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 Wenger in now, isn't it? New seven, contract. Seven Give him five. Give him a five. <laughs> <laughs> I think you'd be mad to move away, but uh, it's all down to the uh, the way the club's run, and you have to wait. I think he's kind of set it up already with what he's saying. He already, isn't it? Yeah, he's, well, he's, you, uh, he's come out saying stuff like what you were saying two months ago. To be honest with you, that he wasn't going to walk away from this club. I think the reason why the reason why is Arsene Wenger's scared that if he leaves now and someone else was to take over and actually do something with this team, you know then people are starting to question whether or not Arsene Wenger was a good manager. So I think he's a little bit scared, a bit nervous that someone else might take this team onto another level that uh, Arsene Wenger has failed to take them onto. But, you know, at the same time, he then plays with his legacy even more because he stays, he goes in there, uh, he he stays in there and he keeps, I'm sorry, Arsenal are, I know they won every cup, but they are going downhill. Yeah. So the longer he stays there, the more his legacy gets burnt. So if he's really scared that someone else is going to take over and do better. Well, you're making it easier for them to do better if you keep staying there. And yeah, just... but you know, you know, I, I hear what you're saying, but I'm with what Stuart was saying as well. I think this season, if he wins either that European League or the Premiership, he's gone. He's going to spend big this summer, but I think he's going to go out of a bang. He ain't going to just walk away. At least if he wins like some type of trophy, like a big one, then he's gone. I think that's when he'll walk away. I think it's kind of. I think it's kind of. Yeah, I think it's kind of plant, planting the seed in the last two weeks anyway, because he can't. He keeps saying that, you know, if this team is kept together, they can win the title. Which I don't really. I can't quite gauge what that means. No, I can't. Yeah, see I mean, that. I mean, does it, yeah, does that mean that he's, 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 is that an excuse to set up to say that okay, um, Sanchez has left, so that's my excuse next season to say, oh, well, I can <laughs> keep the team together, or is that an excuse to say if the next manager comes in? And Sanchez stays, for example, and he doesn't win the league. You put pressure on him and say, well, you know, I said this team was ready and look at this guy, he's not winning. <laughs> I mean, like, yep. you know, is he playing, is he playing like sort of, you know, a little mind games. games? I think he is playing mind games. Probably. You know, the stuff he keeps, keeps, keeps saying, you know, he's saying that everything will be decided on Wednesday, but we'll see what, what he says. Whichever, whichever way it is, you know, he's to blame for the uncertainty at that club, you know, yeah. by not kind of and a subpar season from Arsenal standards as well. FA Cup or yeah. no FA Cup, it's been a subpar season that won't paper over all the cracks that have happened nine months previous, you know. So yeah. there's one more thing, one more thing on this FA Cup win, yeah. Just want to ask Arsenal fans, like, well, when you've kind of relaxed, because I know, yes, you've won the FA Cup again, fourth time in what five years or whatever it is, you know, well done. But if someone said to you at the beginning of the season, finish second into the Champions League or win the FA Cup and finish fifth, what would you have taken? Taken second all day. Now, now, consider that, yeah? And consider what you lot are saying on social media. Yeah, man, like DT, <laughs> boy. 
A lot of people are talking, they're talking, oh yeah, look, we won this, we won this, you guys won nothing. At least we got a trophy, but, you know, it's just a bit of, you know, you're not being realistic, are you? I mean, I know it's a bit <laughs> of banter and all that, but really and truly, you'd prefer to be in the Champions League, let's be honest. Obviously, that was <laughs> the one thing they used to brag about every season. Yeah, that's uh, it. We won a cup now. All right, cool. Bro. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, uh, talking about teams that have qualified for the Champions League, that Do is, yep, yeah, uh, <laughs> finishing six and qualifying for the Champions League. It's a, it's a half decent season for Mourinho. Not one that Manchester United fans should really be that proud of. To be honest with you, it was a very, very, very subpar poor performance from a under twenty three Ajax team. It was wow. Everyone's trying to diminish, diminish this oh, Let me say my piece. You can have your piece in a second. Yeah. yeah, I think the only two chances Ajax had, the wrong decisions were made in both of them. He went for the shot on both both occasions when you're just screaming at the geezer, square it, and the guy's got a tap in, but he never squared it. He just hit it straight at the goalkeeper. Both times. I can't remember the fella's name, but both times he done that. And that was the only two chances Ajax created in an otherwise Mourinho boring game. Because he yeah, just sucked the life out of that game. He done what Mourinho does best at that sort of situation and just grind out a result. And for the neutral, that was definitely not a good watch at all. It was the most boring game I've ever seen in my life, to be honest with you. Dude. And if you as a Man United fan, yes, you would be happy at the end result. You won 2-0, qualify for the Champions League. But the same with Arsenal. Just because you've won that cup does not make up for the sub subpar performance this season it's been a terrible campaign and two trophies three trophies i don't know how many you count in this these these days just the two yeah just the two <laughs> trophies for for man united it's, it's still not a good season i don't care how how much you want to paper over them cracks but the cracks are there for, for all to see and given Mourinho's last past management managerial performances he's got next season to do something massive because then the next season it's all going to fall apart. That's his third season <laughs> syndrome. So he's got one more season to win the Champions League and win the Premier League, and then that's, that's it. it. So he's going to be do done. It's going to be done next delivery. season. <laughs> it's going to be done next. And if I was Patrick Clivett's son, I'm not taking up that promise where he says, "Oh, you stay one more season at Ajax and then come to." He's not going to be there, mate. No. Do you know what I mean? Don't listen to him. No, nope. don't listen to him, mate. You know that's, that's going to be an absolute <laughs> nightmare. That third season, as usual, with Mourinho. We've seen it everywhere. Uh, I second exactly what Stuart said. This was an absolutely boring match. You know, this young uh, Ajax team, they've got a lot of talented players, but it was men against boys out there. Do you know what I mean? United were perfectly set up. These guys could barely get a shot on target. I don't think they got a shot on Did they get a shot on target yeah, in the first half? Two, the two that I was talking about when he got... Was that right towards the end, though? And just That's probably right towards the end of the half, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Both but, times, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I'm pretty sure in the first half hour, they didn't do nothing. Nothing. You know what I mean, he was, you know, just... And then United was just, and it wasn't like a complete domination in terms of play. It was just sitting back. The other team can't do anything. Long ball to Rashford. Tactics worked. He got his trophy. Job done. But as a spectacle, dry. Snorfest. Absolutely dry. Boy, yeah. do you know, Boy, you know that's, that's what I, I was doing. Go, I was rambling. I'm going to talk last. <laughs> I think it's fair. I'll talk last. Yeah. No, no, we'll leave you to last because you have a lot to say. <laughs> 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 yeah, it was a very boring game. I was rubbing my eyes for the majority of the game, but what do you expect from a Mourinho performance? Um, <laughs> I, I watched that game and I was just like, typical. This is exactly what I expected. But I knew from the fact, from the get go, that my man was not going to lose that game. 
He, he there's no way he was gonna lose that game. Even if it bored you to death, he was not losing that game. <laughs> and it did as well. <laughs> yeah, it did. I mean, the first goal, unlucky keeper deflection. Don't care what nobody says, eighty nine mil or not. <laughs> Second goal, yeah, good little move by Mkhitaryan. But apart from that, game was dead. Hey, saying all that though, well, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm, I'm just gonna be a bit cheeky. Yeah, you have to go back for a second because I'm, I'm What's sure that there was a phrase that was mentioned, and we, and we never, we never acted upon it. It'd be the first time this season Uh-oh. that we haven't acted Uh-oh. upon it. So it's Mr. Eighty Nine Million. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I moved away from the mic. I delivered. <laughs> delivered. <laughs> and on the, the biggest occasion. Eh? <laughs> on the biggest occasion, you know, 89 mil, Paul Pogba delivered a deflection. Wonderful. Absolutely wonderful. I, I, I'm just going to be a bit cheeky here and say that, as far as I'm concerned, contrary to what I just said, as far as I'm concerned, Man United have had a better season than Liverpool. Yes, I said it. I would actually oh, prefer to win that's, the. That's an <laughs> yeah, I actually, I would actually prefer to win the Europa League than finish fourth. You know what I mean? And get to the Champions League. That's just my piece in there. I'll, yeah, I'll just let to, that grenade to be honest, <laughs> To be honest, you'd rather win the cup because that's what you, as a fan, you want them to win the cup. But obviously, that ain't happened. But we're still in the Champions League, so I don't give a, I don't care what nobody says, innit? You can say what you want to say, like. But then they're straight, they're, they're straight into the group stages and you guys have still got to qualify. It, it don't matter. We're still there at the end of the day. And, and they've got a trophy to show for it as well. But, but, well, that's, <laughs> <laughs> oh <my laughs> that, that's what I just said. That ticks off that would, I was going to say. But all right, yeah, going. but you know what? It don't matter. It don't matter. I, obviously, you'd, like I said, you would rather see your... If you were giving them options, if you were giving them options at the beginning of the season, like we don't the Arsenal fans, what would you take? Finish fourth with nothing? Or win the Europa League and get to the Champions League. Well, obviously, the Champions win, League. win the Europa League because you're still going to. So, therefore, the Man United have had a better season. Ah, uh, yeah, I never said they didn't. But then they again, did. we weren't fighting no relegation play, battle or anything like that. So, we just leave it at that and have us go and carry on, mate. <laughs> well, that wasn't really relevant. So, okay. I'm going to come in here in 20 seconds because I had this conversation before with some other United fans. I love the way everyone's going about anti-football, anti-Mourinho. He played this out, he bored everyone. And it's like we're all forgetting about the AC Milan and the Inter Milan and Juventus teams that used to play Italian football, which was counter-attacking, defend as much as possible, sneak a, sneak a goal. Keep the ball if they can, but more, mainly defend, keep a goal. This is an Italian. Italians were doing this for years, for yonks. And no one is no, no one's bringing that up now. Everyone's just moaning about Mourinho this, Mourinho this, You've blah, blah, blah. You've got to be kidding. Honestly... The season wasn't brilliant. I can admit that. I think everyone's heard me on this podcast by now. Um, but the target for the season was to get into Champions League, to try and challenge for the title, which we flopped on, and to win a trophy. So we've done two trophies and we go into Champions League. That's not a bad season. That's a good season, I would even say. You can't okay. handle the truth. <laughs> so Stuart just comes in there with a sound effect. Take a breath. Right. So hold on, so, so let me get this right. Let me go on quickly. Quickly, you, you said that. So basically, your defense of this dry football is to say that, oh look, the Italians were doing. Can I even say? <laughs> you know what? Else, can I even say? Right. What cracks me up is Alex Ferguson had to do this as well against certain teams. Sometimes you just have to do a job. And that's what we yeah, had. But no, no, not against like Bournemouth at home. No, we just huh? <laughs> not against the likes of Bournemouth at home, where you play like counter attack football. Is that a yeah? It's still dry football. It's still, it's still dry football, man. 
It's still dry football. Right? You play dry football. Come on. I've seen many of your matches and you play dry football. Hold on a second. The games that Even at home. talks about at home that we drew, we battered the opponent. We just couldn't finish. That's not dry football. Goals in games. Yes. <laughs> well, we couldn't score, but in terms of attacking the team and creating chances and all the rest of that, we battered the teams. Right? We just didn't put... We weren't efficient at putting the ball in the back of the net. So that's a pro, that's a thing that he has to improve for next season because one goal in every of these games and you're not talking about Man United about being boring. You're talking about like Chelsea. Chelsea played the same way this whole season. They bat, they took their chances, but they did the same thing. Defend deep, defend, get the ball, counter-attack or press up at the top. There's not there's not a lot of teams in the Premier League that played a great attacking football. The one that did wasn't are not in the top four anymore. So <laughs> maybe attacking football doesn't work. Because even Tottenham, they do defend counter-attacking football. High energy yeah, but... and press high. That's still, But it's still defensive. So I don't understand why everyone's going off about Mourinho about it. But anyway, you nah, can but you know what? If it... all you want. You can talk what is about it to do with Man United? You can say it's boring. That's what I'm saying. I don't understand that. That's Man United on Alex Ferguson. That's a completely different beast as, as a manager. Yeah, for no 26 other manager years. In, no other manager in this decade is as good as him. And even him, against the big teams, he had to play counter-attacking football. He had to defend as well, just like Mourinho. Yeah, he wasn't dead still. But I, I don't I think that's the problem. No, no, I'm sorry. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I don't Man think that's the problem, Arsenal, though. 1-0 or 2-0, but the whole no, game no, no, didn't no. get a chance on goal. I don't know if he is But Arsenal I don't think that's the problem. You games, know what, Kudo? I think, it, I think it's time. We, um, we might have to... I don't care about any of the hate. The job was done. The target was done. We can play beautiful football, finish fifth and win the FA Cup and qualify for Europa League twice. Or we can play the ugly football and get our job done. We've got the job done. So we'll see you Champions League next season. And we don't have to qualify like some. So cool. Okay, fair enough, fair cool. enough, fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> but me, yeah, see for me, like, okay, I can only speak for myself. Yeah, I don't know about uh, Sean and Stuart, yeah? You guys can confirm your views on this. But... When I talk about boring football with uh, Man United, if Man United play beautiful football in, or not even beautiful, but just attacking football against all the smaller teams and you get to the big teams and you play boring defensive football, I've got no problems with that. That's what Mourinho done at, at, at Madrid against uh, Barcelona. And that. It was all boring trying to, do you know what I mean? Pepe in midfield and all that kind of stuff. But when you play the small teams, it was attacking. I don't think that's the same with Man United. Okay, can you name? I've, I've watched. I've watched some games. I've watched. Nah, nah. I've watched some certain games. Yeah, I've watched certain games. Even games where like. Oh, no, hold on, hold on, hold on. Even the games you're talking about. We're not talking about stats here. No, listen, listen. Yeah, listen to what I'm saying. So even those games you're saying like they created a billion chances. If you look at the nation, it's counter attack crosses and stuff like that. You're not actually got you know most of the possession. We fully did. attacking the team. No, you don't. No, games. you don't. You what always play counter attack football, even at home. See, this this is, is my problem with you guys. That blinds people. Against the Burnley, no, against blinds the Burnley one, at home, against um, even Swansea, we had most of the possession. We had more attacks. We had more shots. We had more shots on target. We couldn't finish. That was the only thing that was lacking. So you played good football then? If we were attacking and creating loads of chances, we played the good football. But what was the score? So you played good football, yeah? Yeah, exactly. Oh, but okay. I've admitted that already. I've said that. My first statement is we didn't finish. I've said that. You know what it, so I don't you know what, what it is. You, say. you know what it is. You see, when, you see football, when you're talking. It's only a Man United fan that would think yeah, that you know, playing good football in them games there. Because everyone else doesn't say it. That's what I say. You see when you talk you know to Abbas. The thing United is, fan, we've, one second, one second. You Once again, Van Gaal. So we know what boring football is like. Those two last season, for two seasons, and the season before that, that was rubbish football. 
But this has not been rubbish football. Yes, against a big team, it's not been the best. And obviously, the record proves that we haven't been the best. But chances on goal? I mean, it's every, every normal pundit has seen this. I don't, so, I don't know. I just, You know what? The job is done. See you in Champions League. That's it. <laughs> done. <laughs> well, as we explained a million times on this show, we are not pundits out here. We are fans yeah. and we do not... I apologise for nothing! Out here. <laughs> Let me tell you. If we're telling you you're playing boring football, you're playing boring football because as fans, as fans... I've, I'm, when I'm looking at when I'm looking at Man United and you're looking at Man United of old, yeah, and you can say that oh under Van Gaal under David Moyes, but this is Man United, not just Alex Ferguson. Beyond that, Man United have been known for attacking football for decades, for decades, and Mourinho has come in and played subpar, poor performance football. He does a one niller and that's it. He's the Do- George Graham of the modern era. That's what he is. <laughs> he is the George Graham of the modern era. That that's that's final. And like I said. Unlike George Graham, he won't be there for five, six years. He'll be there for free and then mess everyone about, get everyone off of his back and then he'll leave to go somewhere else. He's running out of big clubs to go. So my next guess is probably he'll end up at Bayern Munich. But that would be that would be the end of that. Yep. Yeah, all right. Then. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think it's a good time to move on, boy, because I think uh, Abbas already got high blood pressure at this point. Sweating. <laughs> 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 Oh, actually, wait, just before we go, I just want to say well done to Pogba and United team for winning that. Obviously, one for the Manchester attacks and two for Pogba's father who passed away um, before the Crystal Palace game. Well done for still managed to do your job professionally on the pitch as well. And um, yeah, that's it. RIP Pogba's dad. Wow. Blimey. I have a moment to say anything after that. Blimey. No, I mean, yeah, same way out of that way. <laughs> 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 um, right, <laughs> I've got actually, no. Actually, you know what? Yeah, no, we ain't doing no same here. We just go straight back to uh, what we mentioned earlier, actually, before the pod. John Terry, twenty-six minutes. Yes. Discuss. Oh, oh. <laughs> uh, I mean, for me, it that shouldn't. I mean, for for Sunderland and for David Moyes to actually agree to that, and for the keeper to kick it out at that particular time on the twenty-six minute is ridiculous. Ridiculous. If even if there is nothing on that game, I don't care. The fact that Chelsea have won and the fact that Sunderland are down, it's it's ridiculous that a game should come to a halt, a halt, so that the the, the players can give him a guard of honor, a guard of honor in the middle of a game. Give him it before the game, I don't care. Give him it after the game, I mean you would have had no airtime because he rambled on for about thirty five minutes after the game about how much he loved it. <laughs> I mean, it's ridiculous. How much of a loving do you want? I mean, this is a guy that got done for racism, for God's sake. Let's get that out there. You know, he's yeah. not exactly a model professional. He cheated on his wife with his teammate and all of that. We all know the nonsense that, that John Terry has gone gone through. And so why, why is he more deserving? I mean, I think Abbas said it last time. Ryan Giggs, in my opinion, was more deserving of that. And he didn't get that, that sort of... Uh, um, uh, um, a passing from when he left Man United. I like to say Paul Scholes as well. Just well, let's not make it into another Man United loving. We've already had that <laughs> once today. But I mean, <laughs> but it's just ridiculous. There's there's loads of players that deserve that sort of send off, and the fact that they are professionals, they wouldn't get that sort of send off. And John Terry is he's, he's a soap opera waiting to happen. He's. Uh, uh, <laughs> Oh, I don't even know what to say because I want to say yeah. he, weren't, he's, he weren't even that good of a defender. Rio Ferdinand's a better defender than he ever was. Sol Campbell. Campbell was a much better defender than he ever was. Ledley King, 
Tony Adams. There's millions yeah. of other better defenders than he was. And Chelsea fans going, oh, he's one of our own. Yeah, His family come from East Ham, mate. He is a West Ham fan. And yes, I'm not claiming him to be a West Ham player or nothing. <laughs> I am not taking that away from him because he has been there since he was 11 or something like that. But he did go from, from West Ham to Chelsea. I'm not claiming him. I am not claiming him. I'm just saying he is not <laughs> He is not the legend that everyone makes him out to be. He's not even that a legendary person, let alone a football player. Not in my opinion, mate. You know what? Yeah, to me, John Terry, I think he's a 7 out of 10 defender, but everyone goes on like he's a 9 out of 10 defender. And frankly, John Terry should donate half of his all his earnings to Carvalho. He made his career. <laughs> you know what I mean? Carvalho literally just, you know, I mean, shielded him, you know, had the right positioning and he learned so much from him that, you know, that that's the man he, he owes everything to. And we're forgetting SEO that whole twenty daily, bro. <laughs> now I'm just talking about in the central midfield position, you know, do you know what I mean? But um in the central defense position. But looking at that speech at the end was so cringe, oh, it was ridiculous. Do you know what the funniest thing was? How quiet the stadium went when he said he loves his wife. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Does he mean it? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Everyone was just looking at it like, um, okay, Banter. awkward. Absolutely embarrassing. Exactly. And then that whole 26 minute thing, I mean, you know, going by silly FIFA sometimes in the way they can be absolutely ridiculous with the way they nitpick and rules and that. Isn't that sort of spot fixing in a way yeah. I don't know one actually if, if benefited be- from it yeah, in terms of money and that and, but, and the, the player or not the player but someone that he knew would have benefited from I mean look at that geezer in the FA Cup with the pie who lost his job over it yeah, um, yeah when exactly. he ate, ate a pie in the 89th minute or something like that but he told his mates he was going to do that so then it was okay mm. so surely before the game before the game the Sunderland players the Chelsea players the stewards all know that he's coming off on the 26th minute so if, if the bookies don't yeah. pick that up and someone's and there's a ma- mad crash on a bet for it, then there's yeah. there's definitely some fixing going on there. And if anyone has made money out of it, then the, the authorities should be alerted and um, repercussions should be taken, really. Because you can literally bet on anything. Yeah? Yeah. You can bet yeah, on time can, of a goal kick or throw in. The 26 minute. Um, exactly. I just think it's disgusting for Sunderland themselves to allow that to happen and the season have been relegated. I mean, if this had happened in Stamford Bridge... Yeah, it did yeah. happen at Stamford Bridge. If it happened in Stamford Bridge and, uh, well, FIFA should have had the word about it anyway, they shouldn't be planning that. If th- That sort of thing is affecting the game and how the process is going on. So they shouldn't allow that to happen. A referee shouldn't have allowed that to happen. Uh, the managers should have known better. I, I, I mean, yeah, all this for a player that like we said, it was not the most... I don't even know how to put it. That's he just I mean. wasn't the best player in the yeah. world. He wasn't exactly the best player in the world, is he? He's not a Gerrard. Yeah. He's not a Ryan Giggs. He's not a Skull. He's not an Andy He's Shira. not even a Lampard. You know what I mean? He's not, he's not even a Lampard. He, that's what I mean. <laughs> right? he hasn't, never, mind, never mind player in the world. He hasn't been Chelsea's best player. He's never been Chelsea's no. best player. Yeah. And to think to do it on a season where he wasn't even playing that much either, I thought, that's low. That is low. And of course, Moise agreed to that sort of thing. He, Manager, <laughs> <laughs> Sean, any thoughts? You've been uh, rather quiet on this. <laughs> Man, I don't really care. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you really fell asleep, mate. <laughs> <laughs> mate you know, like, talking about the scum on the earth, brother. I don't hey, really did care, you have a bet on it, Sean? Is that why? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I don't really care. Pardon John Terry, brother. I don't care. 
But you see, the thing is, in fact, you know, to be fair to him, he, you see, when he's on the pitch, he'll, he'll, he puts his body on the line for the team. That's the only thing I'll give him. Apart from that, don't care. <laughs> <laughs> oh man there you go we might as well move on we'll get on to the to what's going to be on part of the show because this exactly. is the award ceremony for the end-to-end football podcast as i said last week the one that the players all want to win and all want to be a part of we got them all here lined up in their tuxedos ready to come and claim their award <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, where are we gonna start we're gonna start with the team of the season out here boys yeah yep yep excellent yeah, yeah, stuff yeah, i mean cool. so there was a bit of uh pre-podcast debate on uh, what formation we're gonna go for so we'll, we'll clarify that at the start and that is a, a big 4-3-3 for us out here we're we're, we're going we're going 4-3-3 for our team of the season so how it's gonna work is we're gonna see our individual team, uh, our individual player for that position, and then see who, how many uh, votes that one particular player gets. So this could lead to quite some debate because we haven't gone through it all. So <laughs> uh, <laughs> roll safe, people. <laughs> I mean, so right, we'll start off with with the goalkeeper. Some say the most important position could earn you twelve, fifteen points a season. But for me, I've gone, I've gone from a, for a left fielder here. I've gone for a left fielder. He's made the most saves in the Premier League this season. And, and most of them came at that Man United oh, yeah. game we were talking about before. And that was uh, Tom Heaton, the Burnley goalkeeper. That's, that's my one for the goalkeeper. Tom Heaton. Decent, decent. I, I've gone for Pickford. I think uh, without him, Sunderland would have been done yep. probably in October. <laughs> <laughs> You know what, Kuda? I'm with you. I got Pickford as well, boy. I, I had, I, yeah, I had, I had a bit of a debate, but with myself, obviously, <laughs> about who to pick. But I'm going with Pickford. I've been impressed with him this season. Yeah, I mean, I've gone from Pickford as well. It was literally a choice between Pickford and Heaton, and I think I'm going to go for Pickford because of the team he was playing for. And you are right. He definitely, if he wasn't there, Sunderland would have been out. <laughs> on the prem a long long time but ago. way before Christmas they'd have been planning from Christmas what to do with the season after <laughs> <laughs> alright so I mean that's that's a certified go. uh, goalkeeper so that is um, uh, Jordan Pickford in there for our goalkeeper position we'll move on to the left back right now as well so for my left back, I've gone for the Chelsea. He was probably left wing back, but for the purpose of this formation, he can also play left back. And that is Marcus Alonso. Fantastic season. Two seasons ago, he was playing for Bolton Reserves, just to put that out there. <laughs> Mad. Yeah, definitely. I've gone for Alonso as well. If uh, Danny Rose had stayed fit all season, I'd probably gone for him. But um, yep, I'm going to go for Alonso as well. Yep, I've got Alonso as well, mate. The, he's just the best one to, of the season, best left back of the season. <laughs> Danny Rose obviously was there and about, but Alonso, solid. Uh, oddly enough, I've gone for Danny Rose. I know he missed a, quite a few of the, uh, a lot of games in the season in the end, but I think his performances were key to where Tottenham were in the beginning of the season. And even before he were left out, they found it quite difficult to replace him. Uh, so I picked Danny Rose, but obviously we're going to go with uh, Alonso on this <laughs> yep, one. Three yep. out of four. So that's it. Marcus Alonso in at left back. So we'll move on to the other the other defensive position of right back. And once again, I've gone for another Chelsea player. And although he's played centre-back most of this season, 
Um, he is he is an out and out right back, so I'll stick him in at right back, and that's Aspilicueta. Mm-hmm. I was actually going for a Man United player, my only Man United player. What matter? And that is, nah, <laughs> 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 yeah, might as well. Now nah, I've gone for Valencia. I've been absolutely impressed good, good with Valencia right back. I mean, yeah, nah, I've got nothing else to say with him. Athletic, all over the pitch. Yeah, I mean, good in defense, good in attack. Impressive, solid pick. Valencia for me. Me, I've gone for Tottenham player Trippier. I've been, That's a good one. Uh, he ain't played a lot of games, but the games that he's coming, I've been impressed with his work rate, his delivering of the ball when he's in attack. So that's what I've picked up right back. He's come on leaps and bounds. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. I did call it earlier on in the season. So, yeah. <laughs> big up. <laughs> it big up. Done, so. <laughs> uh, no surprise here. I've actually gone for Valencia myself. Trippier was oh, an man. option, but I didn't think he'd play enough games to... To uh to win that to outright, but he was a good pick as well. So well done on that one, Sean. Um, so yeah, Valencia one for me. I don't have to say anything. He's probably been our most outstanding player the whole season, and that's uh, saying a lot. Um, so, <laughs> so uh, yeah, what and he didn't cost eighty nine mil. <laughs> yes, <laughs> you know the funny thing is, we to replace Ronaldo. Now he's playing right back. Huh? Imagine that. <laughs> oh, how times change. How times, <laughs> times change. change. So I mean that that solidified uh, Valencia's position in our team of the year yeah so we'll move on to the center back and we'll, we'll just do one center back at a time and i've gone for probably the best center back in the premier league unfortunately he does play for tottenham so i'm gonna have to put him <laughs> in there and that is all the weird world however you say all the viral weird world viral he's in there for me <laughs> he's Probably got the uh, best side part in, in the Premier League as well. He, that never moves, <laughs> never moves. But I mean, fantastic defender. And it's just a shame you play for Tottenham Hotspur, mate. <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely seconding that as well. Ardemira, second year as well. Best best defender for me in the Premier League. I don't understand why Atletico let him go. I would have had him instead of Jimenez, but whatever. Uh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> Ardemira. Do you know what? I don't know why I never thought of him, but I'll go with Van Dijk. Wow. The Southampton mm. defender, shot, he's, yeah, he's had some decent solid shot. performances, and obviously, I think if he was playing in that Tottenham team, I think he'd have been more of a standout player because obviously the Southampton may have done too well this season. But that's who I've gone with. Yeah, I've gone the Odevera. Um, who? Odevera. <laughs> Odevera. <laughs> 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 I'm you calling know him Elder Vera. Oh, hold on. Hold on. It's not like Ray Hudson, Ray. Hold on. You are there. You are there. <laughs> because, uh, best defender, we gotta, need, we gotta learn your name next season. <laughs> this is gonna be a problem. <laughs> yeah, definitely the best centre back of the Premier League this season. Uh, outstanding. I think the only time he had a bad game was uh, the semi finals with Chelsea when he did, did that leap. <laughs> last minute tackle he didn't need to do yeah. um, which obviously led to a goal by William but other than that he's been outstanding and I can't believe that Tottenham got him well done man. well done <laughs> we'll move on we'll move on to our I mean that's I've c- cemented his place in our team definitely yeah. three out of four votes yeah. and we'll move on to the, the second centre back and for me I mean I was not expecting this sort of season from him whatsoever the last time we saw him he had calamity written all over him <laughs> this season he's been as solid as a rock probably barring yesterday he had a bit of a sketchy game but I mean I'm not going to judge him on that one performance 
and that is the man with the afro, and that is uh, David Luiz for me. Fantastic. Exceptional. Yep, couldn't have said it better myself, mate. That's exactly what I've got as well. David Luiz. Yep, I've got David Luiz. He's actually playing as as a centre-back now since he's come back. So, yeah, good <laughs> on you, David Luiz. You're in my pick. And there's no surprise here. I've gone for uh, Sideshow Bob himself, <laughs> David Luiz. <laughs> yeah, you're in there, mate. Well Clean done. Fantastic sweep. season. Clean sweep. So, definitely in the team. Here's where it could get a bit tricky. Obviously, that's David yeah, Luiz. Uh, yeah, that's yeah. David Luiz uh, cemented in our team. So, I mean, I'm gonna go for the first one of my midfield three, and in this in this uh, formation, he's gonna be the sitting general. And I mean, you can all probably guess who it's gonna be. I will be surprised if he's not in everybody's team. So I'm gonna put it out yeah. there straight away, and that's Angolo Kante. Fantastic player. Brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. I've got nothing but good things to say about you, mate. And and that's that's all I can say, really. Absolutely fantastic. Yep. Nothing else to add on that. Kante, fantastic. Yep, I've got Kante, shutdown king. <laughs> <laughs> I've got Kante, most, yep. uh, one of the most humble football players in this generation as well. I heard he drives a mini coupe to go Yeah, he still training. drives mini coupes <laughs> to train. Yeah. Pitch, he done every, even yesterday he did everything he can puts everything on there does the running what a ledge and I'll just say one thing about him before we move on is he he got told by four different clubs you're too small to play football mate and he never gave up <laughs> he never ever give up so for all you kids out there keep on trying no matter how many people turn around and tell you you ain't good enough keep on trying Obviously, some of you ain't good enough, so maybe you guys should. <laughs> <laughs> but keep on going. Pack it in, mate. Follow them dreams, innit? Follow them dreams. <laughs> right. I've got uh, my second one. Uh, this is a bit of a head scratcher because I don't really want to put too many of these players in my team, but it's uh, unfortunately another Tottenham Hotspur player and one that couldn't be ignored this season. I have ignored the other midfielder because I chucked him out of the team because there was too many Tottenham players. But anyway, we'll stick with the one that I did put in. And that is the Danish maestro, Christian Eriksen himself. Another absolutely outstanding, outstanding season. Free kicks galore, assists galore. Maybe a bit shy on the goal front here and there, but he's always, always given an 8 or 9 out of 10 performance this season. And he's been exceptional and he's in my team. Stuart, you're a man with common sense. <laughs> I have got my man, Ericsson. <laughs> Anyone that listens to this pod knows I'm a big fan of this guy. Absolutely fantastic. Always controlling that midfield, threading in passes in, you know, doing all the work, you know, that the other midfielders get hyped about, but never actually quite deliver. <laughs> yeah, you know, you know. Um, yeah, Ericsson. <laughs> they play two different positions, but okay. <laughs> If you say so. Anyway, back to me now. <laughs> I've got Ericsson as well. <laughs> he, he He's different class. Different class. I mean, not much more to say, really. Ericsson. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Ericsson's on my team as well. There's no need to even do that. Uh, I think um, it's obvious that he's Clean been doing his job way. as a number 10, not a midfielder, um, as an attacking, um, attacking midfielder. So, well done. Uh, can I just say a little mention, yeah? Wanyama, since you joined, Ericsson has been allowed the freedom that he has been allowed. So, good on you as well. But Ericsson's in my team. Right. 
this is the one where I think we're all going to uh, maybe disagree. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a bit dicey now, I am not expecting my player to get in our team. <laughs> 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 but I'll put him there oh, anyway. Um, oh, boy. And that is my uh, little Argentinian friend, Manuel Lanzini. I think he is... <laughs> I could not do this team without without mentioning or at least one West Ham player. And from, as I've mentioned before many a times, he's had a subpar team against him. After Payet left, he did step up and he played some exceptional football. Exceptional. And he's in my team. No! <laughs> <laughs> um, I've gone for a pretty obvious one. That is Deli Ali. And really and truly, I've just put this man in for his goal-scoring ability from midfield because I'm still not quite convinced with his midfield prowess. But, you know, his ability to arrive into the box and be a threat, I'd have to put him in. Deli Ali for me. Do you know what? Do you know who I've put Coutinho in there? You know that? <laughs> I've put Coutinho in there. I just, I think, with Kante, Ericsson, the season... Coutinho's had. Nah, mate. There's no debating. It's Coutinho, isn't it? <laughs> no debating with yourself, mate. Don't think it is, though. Well, I've gone for Ali for his goal scoring Paris. Um, he's not exactly the complete um, midfielder, but his timing to get into the box, his goals that he's been scoring this season, and obviously his importance to the Tottenham team as well, he's definitely got to be my pick. I fought long and hard about trying to replace him with someone else, but it couldn't <laughs> happen. Uh, Coutinho was just a little bit off the pace for it for his n- normal ability this season, but I can't even think about my United player to put in there. I wanted Herrera, but you know, that's back. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely, de- definitely. Coutinho was a close, a close second for me. About and Lanzini a close I third. Guess... And Lanzini a close third. Mm, nah, mate. Herrera. <laughs> <laughs> nah, the only reason I didn't go for Coutinho Whoa, was because <laughs> day. my days. All right. Anyway, get out of that. Let's get back to this. That's our team just for confirmation. We'll, yeah, that's definitely we'll, Ali in the team. Yeah, we'll, we'll go on to the left side of this attacking three that we've got going on. Mm. And again, for me, there's there's only one player in this position. There's only one player in this position in the Premier League. And that is our little friend, Idan Hazard. He is superb, back to his best after a subpar season last season. But I mean, he, he was back on fire this season. He created a lot of chances, scored a lot of goals, made a lot of assists. And I mean, he's a phenomenal player, and he gets he gets my vote. Yep, I've definitely put in uh, Hazard as well. Back back um, in top form again. Not still not quite scoring uh, as many goals as he should be for a player of that caliber, but his performances have been absolutely fantastic. Hazard definitely. Yeah, I've got Hazard as well. He's another player that's gone on leaps and bounds from last season. That nightmare of a campaign with Mourinho. But there you go. Back to his best. Hazard. <laughs> without a doubt, Hazard is in there as well. So, uh, get there clean without a doubt. What, the fourth uh, clean sweep, man. Yeah, man. What a player. What a season. Uh, he didn't show up yesterday, but you know what? You've done it. You have been doing it the whole season. So, well done, man. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll move on to the right-hand side of this attacking trio. 
And there was a little Chilean I was thinking about putting in this position, who still might get in this position in our overall podcast uh, team of the year. But for me, the way this player particularly affected the team that he plays for performances wise, I mean, when he went away for the African Cup of Nations in January, the, the whole the whole team just fumbled. And as soon as he arrived the <laughs> as the messiah, Mane, for me, gets my vote all day long. Mm. I, I would have gone to Mane if he didn't go off to the African Cup of Nations and then got injured as well. And for that reason, I'm going to go for the Chilean, Ooh, Sanchez. Um, he's been absolutely fantastic once again. Arsenal are a one-man team. Without him, they are finished. <laughs> <laughs> so Sanchez for me. Yeah, you know who I've got in it. I've got Manny. <laughs> he's been be different class. Man. Yeah, he's been different class, Manny. Um, brilliant start to the season. I mean, when we bought him, people were even and buying. Oh, thirty-two million for Manny. But you see that first game he played against Arsenal. All you heard was. Shh. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> they were the one that were talking the most anyway. Done already. Go on, Abbas. Uh I've gone for Sanchez. I mean, <laughs> I mean, this guy's performance all season. Manny would have, would have been in there if he had been able to, you know, miss the African Nations Cup and not yep. get injured. He definitely would have definitely. been in there. Because Stuart was right, the way he affected the Liverpool team was immense. And he was a bargain, really, in this day and age. But 36 <laughs> yep, or 32, whatever you guys paid for him, bargain, mate. Um, but yeah, it has to be Sanchez. What an immense player he's been. He saved Arsenal this whole season. If it wasn't for him, they would have been well below us. Probably 7th or 8th yeah. position. And they definitely wouldn't have won the FA Cup. So, it's got to be him. Shame you're going to Europa League, mate. <laughs> well, might not, you might go by him. Well, it might not be. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's so, right. uh, this, this is a deadlock. And this is a bit of a deadlock. So, how do we This is a deadlock here. So, what we'll do, because me and Abbas are here together, what we'll do is, um, so, Kuda, you went for Sanchez and Sean, you went for Mane, innit? Yeah. 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 So, what we'll do is we'll allow Kuda to call heads and tails. I have got a coin in front of me. So obviously me and Abbas are on opposite sides. He's called Sanchez. I've called Mane. So for the, yeah. the interest of fairness, you call it Kuda. I'll flip it. And Abbas will Abbas will tell us the result of the flip in the end. Okay then. Yeah? I'm going to go for heads. And it's tails. Mane is going in. <laughs> I love it. One Mane. There you go. Mane. By the flip of a coin. Yeah, I mean, we're all fair out here. Oh, it's we're properly, all fair mate. Here. It's all about chance. Yeah, man, we're all fair out here. And, an, and another position that may not be as close as the right-hand side, but I reckon we've probably either got three or four different answers out here. But mm. for me, for me, and this is painful for me, for me, there is, there's only one striker in the Premier League that is deserving of this reward. And... Although people have said that he scored the, the abundance of goals in the last two games and it was all over, he scored seven in his last two. But I wanted him to be a one-season wonder. And unfortunately, <laughs> it does not look like this brother is going nope. anywhere anytime <laughs> soon. He's had three nope. good seasons. This season, he's been excellent. I think he missed something like 11 games or something like that. And he still managed to pick up the Golden Boot Award. And that, again, unfortunately, is Harry Kane, Tottenham Hotspur player. Yep, I've gone for the same player, mate. Oh, 
Harry Kane for me. (laughs) (laughs) Harry Kane. (laughs) Yep, definitely Harry Kane for me. His goal-scoring ability is absolutely beautiful. The way this man strikes the ball so cleanly every time from random uh, angles is absolutely beautiful. My only problem with him was, once again, his overall gameplay, weak. Absolutely weak. He needs to improve on that. But as far as goal-scoring ability... Fantastic, and he's going to be my striker of the season. Wow, well, there you have it. I've got Harry Kane. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> it's a wrap. I'm writing it down, but yeah, it's a wrap. It's got well, to be Harry Kane. He scored the most goals throughout the Premiership. I mean, he's all, his gameplay may be a bit sketchy, but boy, so long as my striker scoring goals, I don't really care. Goals Mate, you games, could be, yeah. yeah, exactly. You could be walking around for 80. Five minutes or so, but get a hat trick in the last five minutes. You're the man for me. I don't care because you're on the pitch to score goals. So big up Harry Kane. All right. Uh, Not that it matters, but we'll let you. Not that it matters, but obviously people are going to think that I'm being biased here. But because it was a free transfer, because he barely moves on the pitch, because he's 35 years old, the the enigma that he is, Mr. Zlatan, dare to Zlatan, it was my striker. For the season, all right. Fair enough. He You've didn't. Got to be kidding. <laughs> <laughs> fair enough. He didn't hit the the hurricane heights, but I there was nothing surprising of hurricane. I actually would have put Lukaku ahead of him Oof, for this season. That's a big shout, man. Yeah, because I thought Lukaku is the one. Yeah, that's is he having a laugh? Yeah, I'm having a laugh. Don't worry. But uh, for me, I picked Zatan, but it doesn't matter. Kane has somehow squeezed it in, just like he did with a golden boot. Didn't seven, squeeze the goal. Seven goals. In. Seven goals in two games. Whole city decided to just yeah, but he let scored him them. He scored them. Ah, he scored ridiculous. them goals. He scored them goals. Listen, but I'm a, a, but, but you, you know what? You know what? At, this, at the same time, at the same point, I may be difficult. I might be saying that blah blah. blah but at the end of the day, he's a striker. He put the ball in back of the net. He's done his job. Do you know what I mean? There, there you we go. go. What there we go. Okay. I mean, well, this is this is um. Let's just read out our team here. We've got Pickford. The goalkeeper, right back, Valencia, Alderweireld, David Luiz, Alonso, Kante, Eriksen, Ali, Mane, Kane, Hazard. And some of these guys that missed out, we might as well put them on the bench. Heaton, Rose, uh, what's his name? Van Dijk, Ibra, Coutinho, <laughs> and Lanzini. Wait, wait, wait. Those guys would go on our bench. And uh, four players that actually done a clean sweep, Hazard, Kante, Eriksen and David Luiz. Special um, ratings for them guys. It should have been Kane as well. It's just that somebody seemed to be on something. Yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> Kane, unlucky, mate. <laughs> Kane should have definitely got a clean sweep. But they're all yeah. winning, in my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Can I just quickly do an honourable mention? Because yeah, another one. No. No, no, no. no cause it's, um, I'm surprised. I'm sorry. I have to say this. Jermaine Defoe. I know you played for the worst team of the season, but well done in your age for carrying on your goal scoring record as well. That that's an honourable mention there. Okie dokie. Right, we got you in there, Jermaine. Don't worry. There you go. Got your back, yeah, son. Yeah. Okay, we'll, 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 we'll put you on the bench, man. Yeah, we'll just, we'll just sneak, sneak you in. There. Sneak, there you go, sneak into the reserve somewhere. But, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, nah, this is this is the uh, the big one. And and considering our team of the season, I can quite honestly believe that this guy is going to win the player of the season for us as well he also won the pfa player of the season first player to win the premiership back-to-back with two different teams 
We said all we can about him. And that again is N'Golo Kante. For me, he is my player of the season. Definitely second that. Player of the season, most consistent player by far. Fantastic. I don't even to say too much. You already know who it is. N'Golo Kante, (laughs) he's the man. (laughs) Bargain. 30 million. Kante, get in, mate. And the manager of the season. I don't. don't, I'm not sure if my pick will win this one in particular, but I will say it anyway. And I think I said it last week for him. He come into this league first time in the league, and as Pep has found out, it's not that easy. Albeit without European (laughs) football, got all the way to the FA Cup final. For me. It's, uh, it's, it's Conte. I have to be careful not to repeat Conte, but it's Conte. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I second that as well. Conte. They come like we were looking at each other's sheets, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I've got so, Conte I've as well. got Mourinho anyway. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it's definitely going to be Conte. I mean, when he came to the Premiership, people weren't really talking about him. It was all the talk about Pep, but like, he came in, crept up. Like a silent assassin and just assassinated <laughs> the league, bro. <laughs> uh, the Italian mobster is my choice, man. Can't, can't, Conte, sorry, is the you man. Be uh, <laughs> another thing that you've got to give him credit for, he brought a formation that no one else would have tried. And I think two other teams have started playing it now and actually one of them beat him in the same formation. <laughs> so, you definitely revolutionised the game. Conte. You know, I wish you had a sound effect right now. Because, you know, at least this is the background. <laughs> and I mean, we've we've given out the good awards so far. So let's get to the, the L's. Yes. The L's. Because there's plenty Uh-oh. of them out there. Uh-oh. This, gonna get this is going to be a bit of a debate, I can imagine. I mean, we'll start off with probably the least debatable one. And we'll start off with the manager one because I think the player one might go on for a bit. So we'll start off with the manager L of the season. And for me, I don't know about you fellows out here, but there's only one candidate for that. And that's Moisey himself. Moisey. Yes, indeedy. Relegated, has done nothing since he's left Everton. And he'll be lucky to get another job after this season. You are one pathetic loser. Hey, mate, Crystal. I think that's that's, uh, absolutely anonymous. Do we need to even go around the table on this one? Nah, no, not no, with me. Moisey is big. I was going to pick him anyway. Hey, I've got Moisey in bold capital letters. Moisey. Like I said, zero debate about that one. So that for the for the L of the season, award in the post, mate. Yeah, it is coming. He, he hasn't turned up. He's one of them that hasn't turned up, unfortunately, today for the award but dinner. You, you know what? Is the worst thing about him is that. He's worked in the Premier League for many years and to come in and have such a poor season after being in the league for so many years, mate, you should hold that L of a lifetime. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's a lifetime achievement award. I'm going to give a, uh, a bit of a left um, L as well for, for this week as well. And that's for Simon Jordan, our former chairman at Crystal Palace, for the audacity of this man <laughs> to call in on TalkSport and say, if I was... Still, the chairman of Crystal Palace, I'll bring in Moisey because he's a good manager. See? You are having a laugh. Is he having a laugh? 
he's definitely having, yep L for you mate and for the player L of the season there I think there's quite a few candidates for this one so I'll get mine out there and mm. I mean there may be some people that have forgotten that we actually had him but for me <laughs> it was the Italian you disgust me Mr. Zaza himself <laughs> Mr. Kick the ball over the over the net in the in the World Cup and for some reason Sullivan and Gold thought yeah we'll sign him up we need a striker sign him <laughs> nah L for you mate see you later I'm glad we never signed you one more game and you would have paid a yep. nice buck 25 million yeah I'll go for um, Zaza as well even though he did score against Real Madrid this season absolutely <laughs> 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 shocking but yep L mate he has to hold it do you know who my end of the season is? My end of the season, it has to be, I've given it to Mahrez, you know that. Oh, wow, wow. Interesting one, the reason, why, the reason why is, you see everybody, you see, like, Stuart, you was talking about Harry Kane being a one-season wonder. That's kind of what Mahrez has been this year. Yep. I mean, he had he was played so well last season, you expected him to push on and do well this season. Where's he been? Where you at, mate? <laughs> where are you at? <laughs> Isn't it? Where are you at? He's in Barcelona. Apparently, that's where he was moving to yeah. last year. Yeah. <laughs> Mate, he'd be lucky even if he makes it to Sunderland this year. I'm telling you. <laughs> lucky to play for Espanol, mate. Um, <laughs> for the player. And it has to be said because I, I, really, I really don't like this guy. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Jack Wilk. Wilshire. Oh, wow. Oh, my God. <laughs> 22 appearances, two assists, zero goals. Come on. You were meant to be what England's new talent. Get out of here, mate. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> what a oh useless boy. player that guy turned out to be, man. Oh Almost well. better without him. Yep. Well, judging by those votes, it's uh, going to Zaza. Zaza. Simone. You are one pathetic loser. Oh, boy. Ah, uh, yes. Can we move on? Yes, he was a pathetic loser. But once again, we'll we'll move on, oh, mate, to the best transfer of the season. And I'm trying not to repeat this guy so many times. <laughs> but unfortunately, you just can't get away from how good he has been. He, I mean, Leicester City last season, he took Robert Hoof and Wes Morgan and Mares and Vardy and they've had the best season of their lives. This and season, he's taken Gay- Cahill, David Luiz... Um, Hazard from last season's form to this season's form. What a difference. Costa, Moses, he's taken everyone's yeah. performance and he's raised the bar. And he was a bargain, a bargain. Cheaper than Granite Xhaka out here. £30 million he cost from Leicester. And what a bargain it was. Again, Angolo Kante for me. Best transfer of the season. I second that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Is there any need to go around again, bro? Uh, <laughs> Abbas has got... Well, surprisingly, Abbas has got a different one. Uh, of <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I'll talk about bargains. 
Zlatan was the bargain. He was free. Two. Zlatan was free. He done the business. That's why I had to pick him. But obviously, I can't argue with Kante anyway. So, <laughs> I just wanted to give it to someone else, man. It couldn't have been how, Kante how much, how much goals did Zlatan get for this season? 20-something? Mm, and that's okay. in all competitions, yeah? yeah that's in all competitions. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. How many did he get in the Premier League? I'm not 100% sure uh, and I don't want to lie on the podcast. Okay. I don't want to lie on the podcast. I don't want to lie on the podcast. I know it wasn't 20, but... Yeah, yeah, yeah it, it wasn't. Just sign my own next, next one, Stuart. Right, no, it's... And for, for the next uh, one, it's, it's, it's the worst transfer of the season. Now, I mean, I've got a couple, but I mean, I'm going to put forward one, but I'll, I'll tell you the couple anyway that I've got down. I've mm-hmm. got down... Zaza, even though he was alone, he still cost us 4.1 million. <laughs> he was one game away, one game away from costing us 25 million, which is why you never see him put on a West Ham shirt again, because they knew we couldn't sign this pile of rubbish. So we moved <laughs> straight on with that. And uh, you were lucky not to get that. It's only because I've put you forward for the, for the yell of the season. I haven't put you forward to that. The other one for me, this is a, a close run call. And that was a Musa Sissoko. What a load of rubbish transfer that was. 30 million. 30 million. The other side of it. And he does not even hardly get a game. He is absolute toilet. He had, what, two good games at the World Cup? And his price went up for about 15 million. Ah, oh, mate. I mean, Newcastle had Tottenham's trousers down for that. And I, <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well done. Well done, Newcastle. Got one over Daniel Levy. Not too many people can say they've done that. But for me, the absolute worst transfer, and this has got to go, this is all Pep's fault because he had a perfectly decent goalkeeper there. But instead, he tried to sign, I think he tried to sign Sturgeon first, didn't he? And they said, nah, mate, yep. he ain't going nowhere. So instead, they gave him their reserve goalkeeper, Claudio Bravo. I mean, you have been absolutely <laughs> woeful. I think you saved um, like something like 10 shots this season on something like ridiculous, like about 21 shots yeah. on target, and you saved 10 of them. I mean, you let in 11. <laughs> that is ridiculous. There's shocking stat. A rubbish goalkeeper, shocking. and I'm sure Man City fans <laughs> are begging for Joe Hart to come back. <laughs> Boy, do you know what? I was very, very tempted to um give it to Pogba, eighty-nine mil and all that. I was close. Almost, oh yeah, I almost had a dossier presented for him. But when I started to look at the other transfers, yeah. uh, I couldn't ignore them. You know, I'm gonna name a couple: Jordan Ayn, fifteen mil flop. Cool. I mean, what an utter flop! <laughs> Nowhere to be seen. Absolutely useless. You know, this guy was supposed to be, you know, step into the Sterling role and Sterling left the Man City. Yeah, he right. had nothing, mate. Absolutely nothing. Absolutely useless. And the other guy, Vincent Janssen. Oh, hey, hey. Tot- Tottenham can't sign strikers. Yeah, I love that. Oh, my days. 17 mil for this guy. Useless. But I've got a second you, Stuart. The number one is going to be Claudio Bravo. 17 mil. And then you end up playing... Willy Caballero is your first team. <laughs> and your first choice go. keeper. Yeah, that's the worst thing huh? I'm about to say. They let him go. I don't understand. <laughs> huh? 
Are you serious? Yeah, he's gone. Yeah, another, he's another, 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 another wonderful Pep signing. <laughs> Useless. All right. Useless. My worst trans. I got three, but like I'm gonna start with my number one. My number one is Claudio Bravo. <laughs> <laughs> he has got to be him. I mean, you got rid of Joe Hart. You disrespected Joe. It was an utter disrespect to, <laughs> like, to you Joe got Hart. There, you yeah, got there. man, just can't put him off. It's like man, he said, "Nah, man, you're garbage. Get out of here." <laughs> you brought Bravo in, and my man was a calamity from day one, bro. Yep. Right, my next one is that what's his name? Mechi Bichistwai, whatever his name is. <laughs> hey, Batman. Yeah, yeah Batman. Batman. He's on my list. he is absolutely. Bro, <laughs> I, I remember. You saved that one, boy. <laughs> there was, <laughs> there was a chance. There was a time when um, Costa was away. Now you're the second striker. They've put a winger to play in your position. You got to do that. Question yourself, yo. Am I still a footballer, bro? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now I'm done with him. My last one, and it's only because of the price they paid. Is Paul Pogba. Paul Pogba. Because <laughs> they paid it in that minute, that's the only reason why I've given it to him. But I do not think he'll be a flop. I think it's just going to take him a bit of time to get re- used to the league again. But for this season, on the performance and the money that they've paid, I think it's been yeah, a bit of a poor signing. Because I think Herrera has been a better player than him in that midfield. So Paul Pogba is my first. Yeah. That's my problem with Pogba is that for 89 mil. Exactly. You know, it's 89 mil is not, we're waiting for potential. Do you know what I mean? That's yeah. not potential money. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's, that's now that's money. Now. That's, that's now money. Tonight <laughs> money. Tonight money. Yeah. All right. Wait, 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 wait. Just to clarify, Sean. So who, who's your, who's your pick for the uh, number one worst transfer? Oh, Bravo. It's got to be Bravo. Bravo. Yeah, excellent. Cool. No worries. Go uh, on, Abbas. Have you seen me? Right. So I had a couple. Um, and I just thought of one now because Pogba was mentioned. But um, <laughs> my first one was contribution. <laughs> my first one has to go down to Claudio Bravo. Like Sean said, it was absolute disrespect that, that Pep did to Joe Hart. And he hadn't even started a job yet. And he was already re- written him off in, in, um, in a paper saying uh, he needs a football, he needs a goalkeeper that can play with his feet. And he brought in Bravo and Bravo couldn't play with his hands or his feet. Lost. And then they had to drop him for the second guy, and then they've now released the second guy. I've just, I just, I don't know what's going on in Pep's head. Um, second to that was Batsway. Now, I can't 100% fact check this, but I've been told he's played 39 games and scored five goals. Obviously, 19 come from the bench. If that is true, that is shocking for a striker. <laughs> <laughs> that's shocking for a striker. Oh, I, man. That's the ones you gotta, You just got to ask, boy. I don't, I, that's what, what you say. You do, you do hear. <laughs> <laughs> if that is true, and I 100%, because I didn't even fact check it, I couldn't be bothered. It's a podcast. <laughs> but that's disgusting. And of course, um, I had Sissoko. Uh, there were so many I could have picked. Jensen was here, Sissoko. 30 mil for him. Wow. That was a shot. Yeah, I'm trying to think of the Liverpool goalkeeper that they bought and they dropped straight away because just because Sean Karras. mentioned it. Karras. Karras. <laughs> I think he was... How much I, how, I don't care how much yeah, he is. We're not talking about... No, I'm just asking. I'm just asking. How much do you pay for Karras? Huh? 
Uh, yeah, it's a bad transfer. Bad transfer. That's, what, that's what I'm at. Money doesn't matter. We're all big men. I'm, I'm, I'm only matter. asking, hey, there's no skin off my nose, bro. I'm only asking <laughs> how much should we pay for him. Yes, Unknown. it's a bad transfer, but... Unknown, yeah, but he was bought. He, that's what I'm All right, hold on one second. One bad, second. Bad, one second. Bad. Hear what I'm saying. You you love to jibber jabber. You love to chat over man. <laughs> yeah? Let man talk, and then you can talk, yeah? <laughs> what I'm saying to you is how much should we pay, him, pay for him? You tell me, Sean. All right, you, you can't answer me. All right, so that's that. You for one, you can't answer me. Yeah? <laughs> so wait, are you gonna tell me or no? One second, one? one second, one second. How much? You don't know how much you pay for him. Yes, it's a bad transfer. It's a chance that we've taken. You understand? But what I'm trying to say is, Pogba, you spent eighty nine million on him. That's the only reason why I picked Pogba. The only reason why you've picked Carrius now is because you've heard Pogba's name. But you see, you only <laughs> want to try and come to me now. But what I'm saying to you, are you happy with the performance that Pogba has given you for the money that you've spent? Just talk about, just think about if the you money want me you've to spent. Really, uh, if you got, got time on your hands and you want me to break... No, I'm just, I'm just, I'm right? just saying, I'm no, just saying, yes or no. I just need a, <laughs> exactly. I just need a straight my, yes or me, no yeah. answer. Are me, you happy with the... He's had an average business? season. He's had an average season. As a football player, in terms of what position he's, what his job is meant to do and what position he's playing, he's actually ticked a lot of boxes. But only if you dive into the stats and you look how what he's doing on the pitch and actually concentrate on it, would you notice that? No one in their right mind thinks we paid 89 million for his footballing abilities. You all must be able to use your brains and know there's a bit, there's potential that we're paying for there. And of course, he's marketing, which is why he is everywhere. Everywhere, he's on every Adidas poster. Ah, uh, we don't need to hear this again. No, but no, but you see, this, 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 this is this is this is he comes away from the point. He comes away from the point is we're talking from football. I'm not talking about books. I'm not a finance keeper. I'm not a bookkeeper. I'm talking about football wise. So don't give me no marketing shenanigans. I'm not on. I'm saying this for a minute. No, no, but that can't get off. Too late. Anyway, on a, on a on a footballing basis, he's done average. He's not obviously, but like I said, no one's daft enough to think my United paid eighty nine million just for his footballing abilities. So if you if you want to be daft and think that way, then of course he's uh, had nah, a terrible nah, it's season. Boring, it's boring me. It's boring me. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're, you're boring us now because he's boring us because because now now you're just being silly. Yeah. Final, that's boring me. That's sending me to sleep. That's terrible. Done the job. That's <laughs> terrible. That's terrible. Right here. Finances, finances. That's, with, that's, with, that's with, a very a very very poor a poor argument. People that people. No, it's poor because like he doesn't know what a marketing buy is, but it's all right. Yeah, but then Ronaldo delivers on the pitch though. Do you know what I mean? The players, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, 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 don't play it off because, okay, let's look at Gareth Bale. Always injured, but he's delivered the Champions League. He's delivered the Champions League because Ronaldo wants to score though. most of the goals. He is, though. So Ronaldo and how much did Ronaldo cost? Ronaldo 80 mil. Score, did not score. How, how much did Ronaldo goals cost? in that season. But how many did Ronaldo score? How many goals? How, how much did Ronaldo cost, mate? How much did Ronaldo cost? In that season, he's cost... Is that the question I'm asking, mate? I said, how much did Ronaldo cost? 80 mil. He cost 80 mil. But you know exactly. But you know you only exactly. paid, But you know you paid for Gareth Bell over Ronaldo for more than more than his football because his skill is not Ronaldo's level. It's never Ronaldo's level. You didn't pay eighty six. But it's definitely better than Pogba's level. It's definitely better. Thank you. It's definitely better. It's definitely better than Pogba's level. If I had the money to spend, I'm picking Bell over Pogba all day long. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Come on, man. Just being silly. Bias, like, because I don't like United. Yeah, you know, I don't like United. But if a player is good. I can always say, yeah, you know, he's a decent player. But Bell is definitely my pick over Pogba all day long. And if you say otherwise, 
you're a liar. You should slap yourself. Okay, but like you exactly. said, if if exactly. we paid you guys paid eighty six million for Bell, because so so that means Bell must have been better than Ronaldo. That doesn't necessarily. That's inflation, bro. That's nah, inflation. That doesn't make sense, That's bro. nonsense, on, bro. Bro. Okay. bro. Ronaldo got sold. Ronaldo got sold. You talking what six, seven years in between the two different transfers, bro? Look how much the the the, the, the inflation has, has changed since time. then. You you can't say the same exactly. thing. You can't. You that's exactly. that's, that's comparing <laughs> apples and oranges, mate. It, it's it's two different <laughs> two different <laughs> times, <laughs> mate. Two different times. Bale has been brought up in terms of Pogba. The, but inflation has also affected that, then. No, no, no. But what they're saying is, what they're saying... Let me, let me break it down to you, Abbas. What they're saying... Okay, okay. Let's break it down to you. You broke the world record transfer. What, like, what a defensive midfielder. Broke, do you know what I mean? Oh, no, don't say, don't say that. Don't say defensive midfielder. No, don't say that. That's not his role. Don't say that, no, Stuart. Well, in <laughs> in, in Man United's eyes, at the moment, Paul Pogba's role is finance director. He's not, he's not a winning player. He's not a, a match-winning player. He's the finance director at this moment in time. Bro, that's that's what it seems to be. That's you know the only argument you've got for paying 89 million for a player that has not delivered. And he may well deliver. And I'm not expecting him to be a bad player for, for the next two, three, five seasons, however long he's there at Man United. But the fact of the matter is, is that you had the player on your books. You sold him for what? That's not even a... That's not even a, exactly, a million. Why, that's why not? not why is it not a conversation? You bought him back for 89 million and you had him on your books we already. For, okay, but the whole thing that we let him go and he's gone to become a better player, that, that one's gone. That you can't do. We paid 89 million for him. But I'm saying, all three of you, do you really think United went there to buy him on his footballing abilities alone? It's the same way I'm saying, did Real Madrid buy Gareth Bell for 86 minutes on football in the bitties or not, or was but, it a but, marketing deal? Where's Bale's marketing deal though? I don't, I don't understand you. He's been, de- he's, yeah, that, he's there for shirt sales, and that's what he's been doing. Get but Gareth Bale's open on. Okay, okay, okay. okay. So has, 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 has Bale has Bale delivered on the pitch then? Huh? Has Bale delivered on the pitch? Let's say Bale's first season. What did he deliver? In Bale's first season, what did he deliver? Are you, did you not score the winning goal in the cup final? Goal. Sorry, sorry, sorry. So he yeah, said one. Exactly. Okay, the winning goal. Okay, Pogba scored the goal. The winning goal. The final. There we go. So they both delivered us a Champions League. Champions League. They both delivered us a final. There was two different. No, 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 no. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Two, two, two cups. No, no, hold on. Both delivered us a final. One was a lower tier European cup. Pogba, the other one was the pinnacle Pogba of club football. Pogba was bought before we. I'm missing after we. And the cup final as well. Bell scored as well. Let's add that. What can he do? He can only play in the competition he's in. We'll see him next season then. Because, I mean, like I, said, like, no, like I said, wait, 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 wait. Like I said, this conversation is getting on my nerves and it's boring me. It's senseless. And I can only <laughs> exactly. imagine our listeners exactly. returning. I, I don't see how this guy, exactly. Right People right are switched off by now. <laughs> For me, anyway, let's get back to what's on topic. Worst transfer of the season was not Paul Pogba, as you might not have guessed. <laughs> minutes of this pool, this it was actually Claudio Bravo, who was the exactly. Man City goalkeeper. So, I and mean, I wish I could change that now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just just to reflect back on them. So, I mean, we got we got the good, bad, and the ugly, really. And Zaza is <laughs> none of them apart from ugly and bad. But, um, <laughs> so we got the, the player of the season, which was Angolo Kante. We got the manager of the season, which was Antonio Conte. The L of the season belonged to Zaza. Thankfully, manager L of the season belonged to Moise. The best transfer again was the little African Angolo Kante. And the worst transfer was not Paul Pogba. It was Claudio <laughs> Bravo. Exactly. That Contrary us, to a certain man's salt. Yep, I mean, that brings us to the end of our award ceremony. All the players have been paid their massive appearance fee for turning up for our award dinner tonight. And they're all going home happy. Um, 
what I will say just before we go through the socials and wrap up the season, it's been a fantastic time on the podcast. I've had loads of fun doing this with three of my best mateys out here. It's been lovely. Um, also, I just want to give a massive shout out to all you listeners over in America, San Francisco. You've been banging it since day one. We love you out there, mate. And it's been absolutely superb doing it for you. We look forward to coming back with a new show, new bangs, new clicks, everything for you next season. Let's keep it real out here. End to end football podcast. Yes, we'll yes, be back with a bang, boys. Watch next year. Bigger and yes. better. Yeah, exactly. Man, and expect yeah. expect hey, a new cover as well. <laughs> yeah, just no pulling this one from Abbas. No, drop him. Just let us know if he wants to drop him. We're dropping. Football is going to be I'm telling you, it's going to be fun. Hope you guys are going ready for it. <laughs> oh my days! Well, there you have it. Well, we're not going to be here next week. We'll probably be around sporadically when uh, interesting things happen in the world of football, i.e., transfers. So we'll definitely have some content for you throughout the summer because I know everyone's going to be twitching with no football you know that don't worry we'll be here for you <laughs> we'll be there for you we'll be there for you we'll remind you that football exists anyway uh, make sure you um, subscribe leave a rating on all the podcast services iTunes SoundCloud Stitcher etc and uh, hit us up on Twitter E2E Football Pod Facebook End to End Football Podcast Instagram End to End Football Podcast and we'll see you again later laters adios Bye. Jeez, that was That is the longest one we've done. Hey. Get on, mate. Was that a fat food?